Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to episode 14 of the Supernatural Quest Seekers podcast, where we set out to make the supernatural become actual. I'm Austin. And I'm Teddy, a.k.a. Big Papa Fluff. And we're your hosts with a motherfucking ghost. Run that shit. Take one, fail. Take two, we're live. Yeah. Well, not really live. Not really live, but not yet. we're live recording. Yeah. So it works. So yeah, we're back here in the studio. Versus last week, we were at episode 13 in the mortuary. Yeah. Halloween night. Bust. bust? Was it a bust? I mean, there were some things here and there that happened that was kind of weird. Well, I think... I was hoping for a lot more, um, especially because of like the whole Ouija board thing. But we've done the Ouija board a couple times, yeah. and it's just been garbage. Yeah, um, and then we, I don't know, like we had the Ouija board happen, but the, the most notable thing I think that happened that kind of like tripped me out was that red light coming on. That was like one of the only things that happened, though, because, well... We had that, and then we thought we heard the REM pod, but then the other, the GoPro that we had set up in that area didn't pick it up. Uh, We got that knock. The knock was weird. Which, it was weird because it wasn't windy that night. There was no wind. uh, Oh, yeah, there's no wind. (laughs) Let me repeat myself. There was no wind. There was uh, nobody else there with us. It was kind of odd that it sounded like, kind of like a knuckle up against the wall, you know, like. Like hitting it, which mm-hmm. was you. I mean, you could tell. So that was weird. But other than that, like we didn't catch anything on the on the shadow detector. We didn't. The even music really box it. went off. You know, a few times. That's what was weird too. Like, why did the music box keep going off? Yeah, that was weird. And then it stopped all of a sudden. It didn't start ever again. Like it was in the very uh, beginning. When we cut the lights out and we got got to rolling, it it seemed like it everything just stopped. Was and then it was, and then we kind of we thought we would debunk it because of the the, the air, air conditioner, conditioner being yeah. on. So we turned the AC off and it still kept going off, you know. But after we kind of went with the investigation and starting that, then it was just silent, mm-hmm. you know. We got a lot of weird noises uh, throughout the investigation on. On um, the voice recorder, like like that swooshing noise. Yeah, it seemed like every time something was about to happen, it went. Yeah. And you remember that story I told? Sorry. You remember that story I told you about when I was in Waverly and we were in the death tunnel? Yeah. And everybody's audio distorted at the same time the flashlight turned on. Yeah. It seems like that's like a common occurrence that happens when... Something's about to happen, like the audio distorts on whatever device you're using to record. Yeah, and it happened a f- more than a handful of times. Um, we got a lot of good hits off of the SLS, though. 
Yes, that, that was, was a good thing. That was a good one too. That was and a then if you good don't thing. know, if you want to see all this, you can go back and check out episode thirteen. You can fast forward. I think I don't even know. Probably like forty five minutes in, and you could start to watch the investigation. Yeah, if you don't want to hear us ramble. Yeah, but uh, definitely the the Ouija board. I don't know, man. Like I, I just think it's just BS. You know, maybe if we built one our own. Built what? A Ouija board. Like carved it out of out of wood and like all that stuff, and like made it more personal, maybe. But I think the one that I got was was it like Hasbro makes it or some some shit like that. You know, I don't know, dude. I could probably throw it away tonight, and that'd be the end of it. What about that Dybbuk box we opened? So we bought a Dybbuk box and we opened it up at the office the other day. Definitely kind of weird. Uh, it was in a very weird box. It was wrapped very weirdly. And uh, the whole point was to, you know, pull it out, record it, and open it up. And we did it at the office. But when I was... Just let me reiterate that this thing was horribly wrapped. Horribly. Dude, it was like a makeshift box, dude. Yeah. And... Throughout the process of unwrapping it, the wax around the box broke. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, crap, great. Like, I wasn't prepared for that, you know? So dealing with the wax breaking off all over the desk and everything was definitely frustrating uh, because it's wax, you know? It's hard to get off. It leaves streaks and everything, especially on the desk because it's glass. But the stuff that was inside was definitely odd. It was odd. Yeah. There was a picture. A Polaroid of a park. Yeah, an old Polaroid, like maybe from like the 60s, 70s of some park bench somewhere. I'm thinking maybe in America. Um, And then it had had woman's earrings. uh, It had a woman's earring, two bracelets, a necklace, uh, a wax candle that was burnt. Burnt, yeah. What else was in there? was, Was that it? That was about it, yeah. Yeah. Definitely odd, like super odd, but nothing crazy at the office after that. Like no, we haven't occurrences. been there. Yeah, but none of the guys have said nothing. Like they would definitely tell us if like, Dominic hasn't been there. Uh, Dominic's kind of like our our resident. Uh, <laughs> how would you call it? Our our focal point guy, yeah. you know, for paranormal stuff going on because he he's just really uh, jittery about stuff like this. But nothing, you know. I was thinking maybe it's gonna take a little while to kind of manifest there, mm-hmm. but I mean it's been it's been a couple of days, you know. I don't know. I've had nothing weird happen at the house. Um, definitely don't feel like anything's following me. I wonder, dude, me. like what's gonna happen? Like, say, like one day you wrap up and you're out of there. Whoever takes over, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I, I mean, we'll definitely hear about it, you know, and. I'll be like, shoot, dude, I still got the keys to the building. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, it's, I don't know. It's just a bust. I was hoping for more. Uh, definitely had my hopes high for that, but it just I'll tell you, what I, got my hopes, I'll tell you what I got my hopes high for. Five days. And actually, four. Is it technically like four and a half? We start the road trip in like four and a half. Today's Sunday. We go on Friday. Yeah, Friday early morning. Starting Friday early morning, we're gonna go ahead and hit the road and head out to San Antonio. 
And once we get there, we're going to check out some places. Some of the, probably the most haunted places in the country, actually. Um, Yorktown Memorial Hospital itself is noted as one of the most haunted places, one of the most haunted places in the world. Yeah, well, I, I think at one point for a while, it was like the most haunted place in the world. And what's crazy is it's not that big. It's not. It's not that big. And from what I've like, I don't know. It's just wild to think that that's one of the most haunted places. And it's not even that big. It's two stories, I think, tops. Well, they have the basement. All the basement, too. You can, yeah. you can count the basement. So it's like three uh, three stories. Let's see. Hold on. I'm trying to see what this case is. At. Yeah. And then we got to see. This is Yorktown here, right there. And just that. Every picture you look up, that's like what you get pretty much. Yeah, basically. Definitely looks like a creepy-ass building. Um, the history there is very well-known within the paranormal uh, universe. Dude, and it's it's a hospital with a town of, like, only a 1,000 people population. Yeah, population. and it's been abandoned since the 1980s. So it's been abandoned for a while. Yeah. It's definitely... Uh, they, there's a lot of history there. Um, yeah, for those who don't know, it was built in 1951, and it was ran by the Felician, the Felician sisters, or Felician, I don't know, Felicia by Felicia, I don't know. But yeah, it was it was ran by nuns, and it was it was part of the Roman Catholic Church. Yeah, uh, and they did a lot of crazy skeptical stuff there. It was more like um, like own, like your own remedies. Uh, yeah, like, like nothing. Like to do with mainstream like uh, Medical, medication yeah. stuff like that. Like they kind of did their own shit for a long time. Uh, a lot of people died. Uh, I'm surprised none of them when it got was, arrested. Man. I think they said it was a hospital from 1951 to 1986. After that, they decommissioned it as a hospital, and that's when they made it a rehab facility. Yeah, they turned it into a rehab facility. Um, and actually, there's another story later on we'll get into. Is like one of the ghosts, like the part of that rehab facility yeah there's just it's crazy dude like even in the basement they have a cellar dude they have a cellar and there's this portion like where apparently in the mother baby unit when there would be like miscarriages stuff like that they would actually cremate they cremate there on site the baby's on site yeah yeah like in the boiler room dude it's wild it's like nothing ever happened you know i mean i'm pretty sure they didn't keep paperwork on that shit Uh, dude if they did that shit long gone well, actually, when when they when they booked it, they took a lot of the the physical evidence, like all the paperwork, and like apparently they had mounds and mounds of documentation. It's gone, like That's it's just it just wild, disappeared, dude. man. That's fucking wild. But there's there's a lot of stuff. They they say uh, a lot of the investigators that go there, uh, especially the ones that have like tattoos and stuff. When you go up into the nuns' quarters, they you get attacked. Yeah, I've seen like you know? where there's like people that get scratched. It's yeah, they get some people got bit by something. Definitely scratches. Uh, they get a lot of more paranormal activity in that area because, I guess, whatever their beliefs were, they didn't believe in anybody that had tattoos and stuff like that, and it kind of aggravates them. So, I mean, we'll see, dude. Like me and you were kind of covered with tattoos. Yeah, no, it says, and then there's nearly. I said, I think it was nearly two thousand people that died there, and that was just from its wow. short span of being open. 
That's insane. Which is a lot. It's a lot considering how yeah. how long it was open. That's wild. Yeah, there's a there, there's a lot of. Uh... And the, what's crazy too is they le- they pretty much when they closed down, they left everything inside. Yeah, there's gurneys in there, like uh, wheelchairs, um, beds. Uh, well, what do they call them? Like cots. Cots, yeah. The, a lot of stuff down in the basement that they still left. The uh, obviously like the cellars and like it looked like like and, a prison. And, like I'm guessing just being like a small town of like so lightly populated that they just never renovated it or. Nah, they just booked it, dude. Yeah, they just dipped they off. The nuns they were like, we're out. <laughs> Fixing nothing when they when they left. They just left it as is, you know. And the many visitors, they reported here in, like, disembodied voices. That's, like, one of the main things. They say it's a hot spot for EVPs. They say EVPs yeah. are, are – it pops off with those. Um, what was another – they hear wheelchairs creaking down the halls sometimes. They have a um, – there's a picture. That I forgot who took it. But it's like in an office kind of area, mm-hmm. and it shows a child at the desk, like kind of like leans over, look like if they're writing something. That's see, supposed to be the child of one of the nurses. Yeah, so there's a lot of child apparitions. I heard you can yeah. see there. There's there's a little boy child apparition and a girl child apparition. Um, then there's several pictures. There's one where you can actually see a child creeped off, behind like trying wheel- to crawl, oh, like by a wheelchair or something. Yeah, like I saw that out. one. It looks like they're like trying to crawl toward them. Yeah. And then another crazy fact about this this uh, this place that we're going to investigate is, so they built a, a chapel, mm-hmm. like a church inside of it at one point. When the and that's a lot. A lot of times they say you can see the nuns there. Yeah, it's and then there's a there's a casket there, like at the pew, like the front pew. There's a casket, like it just an abandoned casket, like that's it's just that's weird. disgusting. That's weird, you know. Um, but they get a lot of uh, a lot of EVPs there. Um, a lot of it's it's like a focal point in that building. That and the nuns' quarters, and then dude, the whole second floor was supposed to be quarters for like everybody that worked. Yeah, there. it just it's wild, dude. Because like especially when it became a rehab facility, I forgot what specific room it was. I think it was maybe on the second floor. That's where a lot of patients committed suicide. Really, you know? Yeah, yeah that's what they say. So, yeah, I heard too that uh, when it was a rehab facility, it was hard to keep staff. And around the same time as when that doctor, there was a doctor, Dr. Norwaski. Yeah. He was the main doctor that was one of the main doctors that was there the whole time. He was like the head guy. The head guy. And yeah, he dipped out as well. And he's one of the ghosts that they say you could see still. Yeah, he did a lot of bad Just stuff. Just check this one out, this picture. I don't know. I, I, I didn't see it. Tell me if you see it. What am I looking at? I don't know, like I'm, I th- I'm thinking they're trying to say it's like two like orbs, an orb? like two orbs, but you could say that's an orb too. But they're trying to say there's a child right here. What? I don't see that. I don't see it either. I, I was trying to look for it, but I don't see it. Yeah, I definitely don't see that. But another um, thing they say there is they have a room where it's like all the child's toys. Yeah. And so the toys go. This off. thing looks like. And I, I saw it a couple times uh, on some videos, dude. This room is just like full of random toys, and like, and it, it looks like it went through a bomb blast. Like it looks like, and they're old. Like it looks like it was from like Chernobyl or something. Yeah. You know, like it's, it's bad. But they say they get a lot of uh, 
a lot of hits off in that area. Um, shadow spirits, EVPs, orbs. There's dude. It's just apparently. I guess there's like a fucking random python that's just roaming around this fucking property. Wait, what? You know? Yeah, what? from what I've heard. I mean, that's that's fucking. Dude, I'm taking the strap. That's insane. <laughs> I'll do. I'm gonna take a a fucking sword. I'm gonna Harry Potter that shit. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be like uh, the kid in Harry Potter that that cut the snake's head in, in the Deathly Hollows, dude. dude what what was his name? Ritual with that snake. Dude. Oh dude, shit, like, bro. Fucking Neville Longbottom, bro. I'm a Neville Longbottom that shit up. Yeah. Mm-mm. I don't need no Nagini's running around while I'm trying to investigate some goats. It's crazy, dude. And then not only that, but a lot of homeless people go in there and try to sleep and stuff. So that's obviously something that we're going to have to keep an eye I'm on. I'm pretty too. sure. I think now, like lately, especially like as being as popular as it's gotten, I think they have a as more, more secure. I don't think it's as less secure as it was. I don't know when bro. they first started, but I feel like with as many people going in there. I think one of the one of the main videos that I saw from uh, from Yorktown was Destination Fear when they went there. Oh, they went there. Yeah, dude, they got a lot of crazy stuff on footage. Like, I think that's one of the best. But one of the, um, dude, there's been known to uh, people to have uh, possessions there. What? Yeah. So that's definitely something I'm gonna wear my crucifix, you yeah. know, when I go there. Cause I'm gonna wear an upside down cross. Hey man, good thing you're staying in your own hotel room. <laughs> Fuck all that shit. Yeah, there's several ghosts, man. Several ghosts that like that are oh, there's a lot that, dude. that haunt that place. Yeah. And even the doctor there, that Doctor Norwaski, he was basically the first real Doctor Death. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people died under his hand during surgeries, and dude, he practiced into his 90s. His 90s. Yeah, like, so you're, like, trying to, like, like uh, scalpel someone, and you're just, like, fuck, come on, bro. Mm-mm. Yeah, like, what are you yeah, doing, guys? That's crazy, dude. Like, how do you hold a medical license up until, like, into your 90s? Like, come on, dude. Like, there's no reason a 90-year-old person should be doing surgeries or anything doctor-wise. <laughs> yeah, no. And that's one of the things he became known for, too, was just his mistakes. Yeah. He actually ended up slitting a patient's throat doing a thyroid surgery yep a thyroid surgery and whoop slit their throat how do you slit their throat during a thyroid surgery which is supposed to be uncommon like whoop sorry it's these old hands i don't know man that shit's it's fucking barbaric dude it is barbaric yeah so i mean what yorktown's what like hour and a half san antonio about yeah, hour it's like drive. 70 75 miles away from san antonio it's not too far i should bring my tent they said we can no. camp there what? Dude, I don't like doing that shit. Hey, one thing they did say that was bring bug spray. Yeah, I could believe that. I definitely it says bring that. bug spray and then put a note on the on the door on the door saying don't come in. Can't come in. Filming in progress, stuff like that. You will be shot on site. I'm going <laughs> to put on there filming a movie or something. Fox Studios. Fox Studios. Fake news. <laughs> yeah. Another, yeah. You heard about the ghost, uh, Stacy? At Yorktown? The, the, the little girl? The one that was the nurse's daughter? Yeah. I heard some of it. That's um, weird. I don't know. I've heard several stories. They're kind of weird. Especially because, I don't know, they said this nurse would bring her daughter there. And she just eventually one time died, like, mysteriously. And there was no reason, like, why she died. I thought she died in the basement. Did she die in the basement? I don't know. But they said she died there and... 
apparently the doctor even gave her a book. Like that was one of his favorite like kids to talk to. And I don't know. Kind of weird. Mm. Kind of sketchy. Yeah, I, I've heard the story. It's supposed to be one of the, le- the, the least frightening spirits there. She actually, they said she's pretty friendly. So I don't care, dude. Like, if I see a fucking ghost girl, especially a child, <laughs> mm, I would, I would uh, definitely start saying my prayers. <laughs> you know, yeah. you're gonna hear me over well, there. Well, I, I think this investigation, honestly, these two investigations are gonna be probably like. A really big deal, especially once we start venturing off on our own. Yeah, and getting I, this individual content, and it's gonna be it's gonna be something different. I think honestly, I think your town's gonna be more active than uh, the Black Swan. The Black Swan. Yeah, I'm kind of I don't know. Like ever since the last time you brought it up, I'm kind of looking more towards Yorktown than than the Black Swan. It's weird because it was like flip flopped, and I was looking yeah. towards like it was just you. You you looking more forward towards the black swan now? Nah, but like we we flip flopped a couple times like yeah. during the time period. I, I guess just because I've been I've been researching the Yorktown Hospital more. Yeah. Um. I mean, obviously, uh, the Black Swan, another place that we're going to, is uh, definitely well known. Uh, there was wars fought there on that land, uh, especially with the the fight at, at the Alamo and San Antonio and all that stuff. So the history is definitely there, mm-hmm. you know, but I don't, for some reason I just feel like Yorktown's just Popping. calling me more. I know, you know, there, and there, dude, there's so many different like sightings there. It's just just insane. Another spirit they said was uh, Doug Richards. He was the mechanic that died. In oh yeah, he so he's the guy that supposedly killed his wife or girlfriend and the no, lover. That's a different one. Is that a different one? That's a different one. What? How many are there? Dude, there's so many different stories. But Doug Richards, he was a mechanic there. Are you sure it's not the same yeah, guy? Yeah, it's a different guy. He was the mechanic, the maintenance guy, but he had somehow passed away while he was there, and he was the heavy equipment mechanic. Oh shit! They say he roams the hall, and like a lot of times, you'll see him in a t-shirt and like blue jeans. I think a couple of people got some pictures of him. But what you're talking about is the Devil's Triangle. Kick it. It's the Devil's Triangle. That's what it's called. At Yorktown. Yeah. Devil's Love Triangle. Was, uh, yeah, that makes sense. That was uh, it was apparently a female nurse employee, a coworker, and mm. a patient. That's one of the stories. A patient. The other versions say it was a nurse and two patients. So it's either a nurse and two patients, or it was a nurse, a coworker, and a patient. Damn, bro, take but, care of me, I take care of you, type situation. Yeah. So what happened was, I guess <laughs> she was in the basement with one of the individuals, and the other person went down there and seen them, and when he caught them. He stabbed the other guy and then viciously stabbed the woman yeah. as well. And so there's say, still there's still blood splatter on the walls there. That's what they down say. There. Yeah. That's what they say. There's still blood splatter. So that's definitely something we're going to look out for uh, and, and document while and we're they there. Said it's, apparently it's been tested, so it's actually blood splatter. That's insane, dude. Don't I've lean up some, against the walls. I've heard some other stories, too, that it's actually been like a site of like people that wanted to commit satanic rituals well yeah so the caretaker there now um he's caught people there doing trying to do uh sacrifices and stuff he's he's gone and afterwards too found uh like animals like cut open mutilated and stuff, the pentagrams yeah. and stuff around with candles like so it's it's that's a, that's a pretty scary thing you know mm-hmm. to deal with because you never know like exactly well, what people's done. intents are, like yeah. what they're doing, what they're trying to conjure up, you know. So that's definitely 
I think it takes it to a whole nother level because let's say someone actually was accomplished in their feet. You know, we don't know what the hell they brought into that facility. We don't know what we're up against. Like the Dibbick box. That was a bunch of bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I mean, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Another spirit I heard that was there was once it became a rehab facility, there was the, the TJ. They call him TJ. He was an individual that I guess he, oh, he is. yeah he went to the steps and he was trying to get in and he was ringing the doorbell and nobody answered. So when they came out the next morning, he was found dead on the steps. So as you can see, his apparition sometimes wandering the hall near the back door. It's either going to be TJ or it's going to be some hobo. So here's the double homicide too that you were talking about. Story goes that there was a love triangle between a female employee, a coworker, and a patient. In other versions of the account, it was a nurse and two patients. In both cases, the woman was caught in the boiler room with one lover by the other, and the one who caught the two reacted viciously. Slaying. Slayer. Fucking Michael Myers, dude. He stabbed the woman several times, killing her. The man she was with managed to wrestle the knife away from the attacker and ended up stabbing him to death, either in the retaliation or self-defense. Blood splatter on the walls has remained there to this day. The caretaker of the building has claimed that he has it for he had it forensically tested and the results definitely human blood. Wow. They say shadows frequent the halls. Um and they said the ER, the OR rooms, a lot of times there's a lot of activity there and you can hear screams coming for the labor and delivery room. There's a there's a hallway there uh where they say if you take pictures or like Polaroids, you can catch shadow spirits. And so we're definitely gonna have to Get that damn Polaroid broken properly so we can take some some pictures of that. I want to take some Polaroids, especially by the dolls and everything. Yeah, so it's the shadow the shadow spirits I was talking about. It's in between the old ER and OR rooms. It's, it's also said that screams can be heard on occasion coming from the labor and delivery ward. Booyaka, <laughs> dude! They got an old ass room? piano there too. I'm gonna get down on that. I'll play some chopsticks. Ray Charles, that shit. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> Uh, it's going to be dark anyways You can be able to see Says so one of the creepiest things to witness Is the, the battery operated dolls in the bedroom Which have been caught on camera Responding accordingly to requests to laugh And converse without other interference Some think that the dolls are a way of Stacy or the spirits of other children to talk So That's another good I'm one I'm going to trip out bro If we get there and those dolls start going off by themselves like. Oh bro I'm going to be in the back. <laughs> I'll be in the back recording you guys do that shit. Actually, no, I won't be in the back back because I don't want nothing to happen like to me back there while I'm by myself watching you guys do your shit. Yeah. I'll, so I'll be kind of close, but I'll be in the back. Yeah. No, I'm just playing. I'll probably be like right up there. Do it again. So yeah, That's crazy. Your town, man, it's got a dark history, man. It's got a dark past. and The priests, the doctors, the... The way shit was ran, it was like I felt like it was under the under the table and nobody knew what was going on. Definitely gonna be something good. I can. I mean, yeah. It, I, I mean, that's what I hope, you know, because I was hoping so much for yeah. the damn mortuary and we didn't. Get the shit. thing is, we're not even doing Yorktown first. We're doing a second. We're doing a second. Yeah. So we're gonna run off the first. We're gonna do Black Swan. Yep. And I don't know. Like, are you? Are you ready for Black Swan? Oh, yeah. Definitely. Definitely, definitely, definitely. 
It's a wedding venue now. Yeah. Like, you could still have stuff I there, you know? a movie shot there, too. I, I don't know what movie, but I'm pretty sure there's a movie shot there. I wouldn't doubt it, man. Yeah, but, I mean, definitely uh, for both of them, you know? And the Black Swan, I mean, it dates back. It was, it, they said it was home to a Native American tribe in, what, 5,000, like, 5,500 B.C. or something? Yeah, so th- that one, they said it was... Uh, uh, the Battle of Salado, I think it's how you say it. Between the Salado? Texans and the Mexican Army, or, or no, you're talking about the Indian part. Yeah, Indian. that's what they call it. It's like a bloody massacre, dude. Yeah, so that was like the first, like the beginnings, like, and then they had like the whole. Yeah, that was a Texan, uh, Texan, uh, <laughs> Texas Independence. The battle was there, was with uh, Colonel Matthew Caldwell. Okay, he was he was the one that led the battle at a uh, at York, uh, not York chunk. God damn it. Black at the Black Swan. Um, there, but, I mean, there's been a lot of sightings, a lot of uh, uh, film crews that have been there throughout the years and decades uh, that caught stuff there. Uh, I mean, obviously, it's been on the Travel Channel with the Ghost Adventures uh, with those guys. You, know? you wanted us. You got us. Yeah. This Friday. <laughs> I'm going to get a cease and desist for that. <laughs> Hell no. So, yeah, and then, uh, what was it? 1842 is when that battle was. 35 years later, German immigrant Henrik Mahler founded a dairy farm there. Was it Henrik or Heinrich? Dude, he purchased it for $2,220 in 1887. How much? 2000 Yes. $2,220. Dude, that's a fucking steal. Imagine that, getting that. Well, I mean, that that was a lot of money back then, you know. (laughs) That's a fucking steal, bro. That was definitely a lot of money back then, but yeah, it's still. They said his wife would end up. His wife would end up passing away, and then two years later, he passed away due to like lovesick grief. Yeah, but they say she was pregnant too. That was know? the first owner, the German one. Yeah, right. Oh, this is a different guy. Yeah, this is a different guy. These are Damn, the. This bro. is the first owners. There's so much history on these fucking places. Yeah, dude, it's wild. It's insane. So yeah, not long off, not long after the Holbrooks and the Woods family purchased the properties. They were sisters, and the whole lot. What I don't even know what that said, but yeah. So the Holbrook and the Woods families purchased it. They were wives. The wives were sisters. You got that? Wait, what? The wives were sisters of the Holbrook and the uh, what? The Woods family. So the yeah. wives were sisters. The first ones that popped. The there's the second ones that got it. After renovation, they nicknamed the house the White Gables. Hmm. That was that's what a lot of people actually know it as like the white gables. The white gables. Really? Yeah. And then Jolene Woods, one of the sisters, would marry Hall Park Street, which they would end up taking taking over the whole property. And that's where the story goes in. I think the wife there, what was her name? Jolene, she had gotten cancer and passed away on the property. And then later, they found was it like years, like a couple years later. I don't even know. They found Park Park Street. I guess his name is <laughs> hung himself in the bedroom. Yeah, and then he had like his hands tied behind his back. He hung himself with his necktie. And that's what's. I don't know. I like think they say they could have been a, like they said they ruled it a suicide, but they said it could have possibly been a murder at first. Dude, dude, how do you? I don't know. How do you do that? How do you tie? How do you tie your hands behind your back and then tie a noose? Of a tie around your neck to the bedpost, like unless this guy's like Goro, he has like four arms, you know. <laughs> I don't know, man. 
Maybe it was his. He would have had to like been on his knees, like on the bed, and like poke his head up. <laughs> I mean, unless he David Carradine did, I don't know. I have no idea. I I just I don't. I think it's kind of impossible to do. They said uh, Jolene Woods, her mother, Mrs. Woods. She was uh, she also died on the property, but died of old age. Well, that's another one that we have to investigate too. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. But a lot of times, like one of the main things they say is like you either see the Jolene Woods and Park Street like looking for each other. That's the one like they're like aimlessly roaming the property. You know what? I bet we could get them together if we did uh, the flashlight test that you don't like to do. We could do it. I'm down. I uh, I don't care. We can just to okay, get can. some shits and giggles off of it, but it's just a bunch of BS. But you know what? Honestly, let me tell you something. So I did the flashlight test in Waverly, and I tried it at my house when I got back home after Waverly. Uh-huh. It didn't work. So what are you saying? I don't know. It was weird. It was weird. The flashlight... <laughs> the, the flashlight thing worked when I was at Waverly. When I tried to like debunk it and test it at the house, yeah. it didn't work. <laughs> so you, do you think like it's something? I don't that's know if kinda... it was like the, the the temperature, maybe the coldness, like had an effect on it or what. But those of you who don't know, this is the maglite test. You take a maglite and you twist it just to where it's about to turn on, and then you, but it don't turn on, and then you leave it sitting on a table, and eventually, apparently, if a spirit wants to contact you. They can put enough energy for that flashlight to turn on. Um, I don't know though. I don't know. I tried it at I did it at Waverly, it worked. I did it at my house, it didn't work. So Well, I guess it's like a a very popular thing to do, so why not just try? We got a lot of flashlights. Uh, Might yeah. as well. We could do it there and at Yorktown, see what we get. You got a mag light though? Does it have to be a mag light? It has light, to be a though? mag light that you like twist. A twist top. A twist uh, flashlight. I got a few. I don't know if they're mag lights, but I got ones that you twist off. And yeah, if you twist it and it turns on, yeah. you twist it and it turns off. All right. There aren't like a lot of flashlights like that, though? Most of them are the click, the click. Yeah, but it's still you take off the top. That's true. Yeah, like all fucking on, flashlights are like that. You click it and then twist it. The click is just to turn it on and off. That's true. You know? They still have the twist off head. You're right. You're right. I think all flashlights are like that. At least the one, like even the the bright ass one that I have, the Emulents, same shit, dude. They're exactly like that. Yeah, I'm not. I don't know. It's because those things are so damn bright, bro. I don't think I'm gonna take them. I think I'm just gonna take like some rinky dink ass flashlights. Yeah, dude, we don't even need flashlights, bro. Yeah, let's go in the shit darkness. What was that song? Uh, uh by the darkness. I believe in a thing called love. Just into the rhythm of my heart. <laughs> um, I love that video. They also did a child's beer at the haunts there, and like at the Black Swan too. Yeah, it's child's dude. everywhere, man. And isn't that where that psychomancium room is? In the yeah, Black Swan? dude. That's what I'm so excited about. Uh, the Black Swan is the psychomancium room. Please leave me in there for like 20 minutes. Like, put a timer on. Leave me alone. Like, go investigate the living room. We're gonna room. go all the way downstairs and leave your ass, and then we're gonna say, "Hey, fuck it, come bro. find us." There's no lock on that come door. They took us. it off, so I'm good. Like, if I have to exit, I can exit when I want to. But I definitely want to be in there for an extended amount of time just to see. I the thing is, when you're in a dark room, 
and you have three mirrors around you, obviously your eyes are going to try to adjust yeah. to figure out, you know, what you're seeing. So there's going to be some distortion, you know? And that's just like my point of view. Like, obviously I'm going to see some weird shit. Like I'm going to see like my face looks like it's melting off from my reflection, but it's just my eyes trying to adjust to focal on myself in the mirror, you know? So I definitely, definitely want to de try to debunk that. Um, obviously, if I see some random shit or something standing behind me, yeah, I'm throwing them elbows. <laughs> but I, I don't. I, I think I definitely want to try is, uh, to debunk that. For those of you who don't know what the black swan is or what it looks like, this is this is a front view Pop of it, it right up. here. So pretty, Boom. so elegant. It's like yeah, it's it's like one of those old school. Just it's the look at the beams and. Definitely looks like some shit's been passed through like a vampire lives there, dude. Fucking Lestat. <laughs> so, I'm pumped, man. I'm ready for this shit. We're going to be, end of the week, we're going to be on the way there and just... Hell yeah. Who knows? Maybe we'll catch some UFOs in the desert on the way. The crazy thing is, on Saturday, when we're out there, it's supposed to be raining. It's supposed to be really cold uh, when we're at Yorktown. So Imagine that. The one that's... Yeah, so I'm thinking that's going to kind of help out. The only thing that sucks with that, though, if it actually does happen, is the voice recordings that we leave out. Like, it's yeah. going to be kind of tampered with. So I'm not really expecting to take too many voice recorders, just kind of the ones that we're just going to be walking yeah. around with. All we need is, like... I say bring the little ones, though, not the, the, not big, the one. big one. Yeah. Well, the big one's way better, dude. Yeah, it is. Way better. Just I forgot what it's called. I forgot the... We just got to make sure we know how to work that thing good. Yeah, I know. It's kind of difficult. Technology. But what are we going to do after after this? Because Fucking sleep. Two weeks <laughs> after Yorktown you and the Black Swan. We're out, dude. Yeah. We're gone. We got to try to do Waverly in December, man. I'm telling you. At least, if not December, maybe like January, January February, February. You know? We have to. I will, I will trek that road trip. Because fuck flying with all my equipment. Like, I will not do that again. Dude, check. You know where I want to go? Oh, you know what? Uh, what's that one? Uh, the Sally House. I want to check out the Sally House. It's not too far away from... Uh, it's like two. It's like a state over. Yeah. You know, what the hell's a state? Oh, uh, they're trying to... What house? The Sally House. The Sally House? Yeah. Where's the Sally House? Look that shit up. Dude, I want to go to the Eastern State Penitentiary in Philadelphia. The Eastern? Eastern. Look at this place. And where? Check this place out. Hold on. Let me get this real quick. It's in Kansas. Look. All right, come on. Fucking Game of Thrones. Eastern State Penitentiary in Philadelphia. Bro, that's far shit. Dude, look at that. Fucking Alcatraz? That's like eight, nine hours, I think, from where I would be at. Is it that far from you? Mm -hmm. Where are you going to? Wow. Fuck. What's good about when the Midwest, dude, it's just like everywhere you want to go is like no longer than ten hours. So it's like you want to go to this hot spot. <laughs> no longer. You want to go. You want to go that way. You can go that way. You want to go that way. You can go that way. Like. Well, I mean, yeah, the, it's just your area where you're gonna be living at is just like I've always said, it's like a focal point of just crazy paranormal shit, dude. Like it's like its own triangle of, of random stuff. Like, I think if the Ghostbusters were real, like, they would definitely be in that area, like, at least eight to nine months out of the year. Dude, I wonder if you take, like, 
the top so i think the top three paranormal hotspots in the world and then you map them out in the triangle what's in the center I don't know. I think, I think I'm pretty sure someone's done it. That's a good idea. We just have to look it up. I'm going to do that. I'm going to take a map and then map out where the top three is. Do a triangle right in the middle. What do you get? Well, the crazy thing, the good thing is about the Sally House. (laughs) The Sally House in Kansas, we got uh, Freddie's nephew fucking Petey that lives out there so we can crash with that motherfucker. Take him along with us because I know he would definitely shit himself if we take him on on these ones. But yeah, definitely, we have to, after these last two, and then when you guys bounce, like, we're going to continue to keep doing this. We're going to still do weekly podcasts. Uh, Obviously, we're going to be in two different locations, but we're still going to, you know, try to set up some investigations and meet up at least, like, two, three times a year. We're still going to do our investigations local, here in El Paso, also still going to do some investigations out there in Ohio. Uh, we'll still link up and get together. Content's going to be close. It's, it's going to be good. It's going to be really good. I'm hoping we get an email back from that place in, uh, what was it, San Eli? So, the restaurant? The restaurant, yeah. yeah. Hopefully before you guys take off. Yeah. That would be really good. Kind of just pop in and out of there. But it's hard, man. It's hard to, to kind of get these I spots. Feel like- I don't know. I feel like anywhere you go, there's like a paranormal society, and if they don't want you to step on their toes, I feel like. And I feel like they almost want to like safeguard their own sh- their own shit, yeah. and like trying to like investigate other places. They like nah, like that's just not gonna happen. We're the only ones. Yeah. And that's fucked up, man. It's like you're not the only ones, dude. Like, well, I mean, we take it as it comes, man. You know, if there's people like that out there, then. It's, I mean, obviously, yeah, it's sad and for them to have that type of mindset, but we roll the punches, dude. We'll see how it goes, but I'm not worried about shit like that. I mean, obviously, any place we go to, there's going to be multiple, you know, teams or investigators that have been out there already, you know, especially because everything's been documented on TV, you know, as of late, but I'm not worried about that. Like, each each individual crew that goes out to these places has their own experience with where they go. You know, like, we we yeah. went to Bobby Mackey's, and it was a bus for us, but maybe someone else, someone it could have been yeah. something way different. You know, like, it's, it just it depends, dude. Like, this isn't a we go there and, and they show face type yeah. of thing. Like, they come to us whenever the hell they want to. And our know? goal, our main goal is to bring, like, the most factual evidence that we can bring. We yeah. don't want to bring something half-assed. And like I said, like when we did the investigation at the mortuary, um, like there was like kind of some things that we could have brought forward, but I was like, you know what? This isn't definite enough for me to be like, yeah, this is, this is good. And I want to bring stuff that like, when you hear it, you're like, whoa, what are you talking about? <laughs> like the evidence from the mortuary. Like bringing factual stuff. Like I want to bring. I want to oh, well, bring. I mean, with that, that, like when you hear it, you're like, "Whoa, yeah, this yeah. is this is definitely." I mean, with the mortuary, there's definitely a lot more stuff we could have done, but because time constraints. Not only that, but we're an active mortuary service. Yeah. You know, we we deal with people's loved ones on a daily basis. We're not going to go into the backstories of you know what happened with them or or anything like that because a lot of stuff that we do is very super confidential. Mm-hmm. So we're not. We're not, you know. Um, I mean, there's so many cases that we have there that we could have just dove right into and 
and just went balls to the wall yeah, about. Then who but, knows? Maybe you get more. But yeah, but well, I mean, when it comes down to views and running a company, like the proper way to do it, like dude, I'm not. I don't care about views. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> that's not what pays my bills. That's not my livelihood. You know. So definitely never ever gonna do that. I'm never gonna discuss the work situations or stuff that I've. I mean, I've been doing this for almost twenty years, yeah. and I would I would I would never discuss anything that I've seen me personally on this channel ever. Like that's just, I think that's very super disrespectful. Not yeah. only to the person that passed away, but but the family members of that person. So I would never do that. And but it's there. There's things. Yeah, happen. there's definitely definitely. Dude, I've had personal experiences that I can't discuss, and it's just like, whoa, yeah, like, what you know, what just happened? Like that's that's just you don't do that, you know. Like that's 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 a line that I would never cross, ever. And if you're someone that's looking for stuff like that on our channel, you're not gonna get it from us, you know. Like you're gonna get just. You get the raw material like when we're out there on these investigations and stuff like that, but especially like when it comes to stuff with the mortuary. Mm -mm. What, uh, I don't even know what, um, like recently have you, uh, seen any like new, like ghost evidence shows or anything? Um, did you watch that one on Netflix? I did, dude. I kind of liked it. The 28. 20- did you finish it? I did. So was the cabinet yeah. shit like actually happened or? So the cabinet thing happened, I think it was episode three or four, maybe. But the cabinet thing happened while they were in a separate room. They were in a whole other room. It was it was like I think it was like the third floor of the building that they were at. It and, made it uh, seem like it happened when they like walked. Oh in. no, dude! So they were like in this little. I don't even know. I forgot what building it was uh, and what team it was actually. But it was a third floor, and it was like a ballroom, dude. They had a stage. Like I was mm-hmm. like, like you had to take stairs to go up there, and. I just remember the whole time, like, I was I was watching, I was like, this is small. Uh, like, remember when we went up to Bobby Mackey's up to Carl's room? Yeah. It was like a small, narrow type walkway up that way. Kind of like that. So the whole time I was saying, I was like, dude, if these people were partying up here and they were drunk, like, they're going to bust their ass and fall down, you know? But it was full, like, dance floor uh, stage. They had a separate room, kind of like um, where you can sit around. Like, literally, like, cushions all around, like, the room. You could sit there and whatever you did at that time, smoke, uh, drink. Like a speakeasy. Yeah. But it was a small room. So they were in that room. They had uh, these lights that kind of protruded down on strings. Like those old school like string lights with the bulbs at the end. Mm-hmm. And when they were in there, one of them just started swaying back and forth by itself. So when that happened, that's when they caught the footage out oh. in the ballroom area with the with the cabinets, cabinets opening and closing. So you remember how we saw the footage throughout the trailer, like where like they kind of made it seem like it just like, bah, 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 bah. it wasn't nothing like that. Like yeah. it was kind of like slow creeping open. Ah, uh, so like fast forward. Yeah, video. they kind of like brushed through that that like real quick, but definitely I I'm gonna have to check it out. And then it's wild because I researched some of these some of these uh, investigators and and these groups that they got to go out there. Dude, they're legit. No, they're legit paranormal groups, you know, and even the the mediums that they take with them. It's wild because you watch this show and they're there for 28 days. You know, it's based off of Ed and Lorraine Warren's files and like how 
when you're at a location for so long, for 28 days, like how the spirits kind of just try to like break you down yeah. and like almost kind of lead towards the point where they're going to, they want to possess you and take over your fucking body and soul and mind and all that That's stuff. Wild. So you see that, you see them start bickering with each other after like, like maybe like the 14, 15 day mark, like just fighting over stupid shit. And, um, just, it's like, it's like naked and afraid, but what goes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically, <laughs> but stuck there for 28 days. I thought definitely when I, when I saw the trailer, I was like a super skeptic that I was going to be like another crazy, like Hollywood produced type bullshit type thing. But I actually watched it. I was very intrigued by a lot of the stories because they don't tell the investigators anything that happened on that property. Uh, the mediums there to help solve, you know, are, are kind of poke into what, what they, happened, yeah. you know, and, and a lot of them were kind of spot on, but I mean, you could take it as you, as, as it comes in, you can think like it's all edited to make it seem that way. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of felt it was a little bit more genuine um, with the stuff that they talked about and like their personal experiences, like throughout the investigations. But I thought it was an actually really good show, dude. Like it was, it, it piqued my interest, you know, just let's say that, you know, like from watching the trailer to being like just really closed off about it, uh, to then actually watching it and, and like then kind of being a little bit more invested into yeah. what was going on. I think it was, it was pretty good. You know, and it, uh, a lot of the places have a lot of dark history. Um, one of them, one of them used to be a fucking funeral home, dude. And it, it's, it's like a, a pantry shop now. You know, so it was definitely like, what the hell? So one guy, like one, one property, they say there's rumors of the, the dad that had an incest relationship with the daughter, got her pregnant and killed her, killed the whole family. Like it's insane, dude. Spoiler. Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) But it's, yeah. And it's never been solved. It was like nine people in this family, dude. And they all got murdered in the same fucking night. Never been solved. So, it it was it was weird. Like when you actually look up the story, like what they're telling you on the show is actual facts yeah. of what you can get online. You know, those places are gonna be hotspots now. And the sure. the, the wild thing there. is, it's it's run and helped produced by the son-in-law from Ed and Lorraine Warren. Like he's helping continue their legacy and do stuff like this. And I think that's, that's awesome, dude. That's big. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, uh, his, the Ed and Lorraine Warren's, uh, paranormal research group is called Nesper or something like that, I think. Mm -hmm. And ever since they passed away, he's continued that legacy and kind of trying to keep their name alive and, and, and do certain things, uh, to, to bring more awareness to, you know, the newer people are growing up like, Hey, like this is, what they did, you know, this is what still, you know, what we continue to do. I think that's awesome. You know, like I would love to eventually meet this guy one day and just kind of pick his brain. I know he, I know he's seen a lot of shit, you know, cause he used to help run the, the museum that they had, like with the Annabelle doll and all that stuff, the occult museum that yeah, Ed and Lorraine were in. I think I've seen him before. Yeah. Before uh, they came in and took a lot of the stuff away to, with the whole ghost adventure stuff and they have a, that their museum now. With with Zach, but I know he's seen a lot of shit, you know. So it it was very intriguing. I I liked it. I give it. Oh, 
Let's see. Out of a scale of 10, I'd probably give it like an 8.5. It was pretty good. You know, I, I liked it a lot. I think the only thing I missed was maybe like the last like five to seven minutes of the last episode. Yeah, I'm going to check it out for but sure. Man. It was good. Because yeah. when I first seen the trailer, I was really skeptical that it was just like, oh, like like, like you said, it was, they were like just over-exaggerating evidence. And yeah, because one of the main clips that they showed throughout the trailer is those damn cabinets and like how it's just like, da, 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 and it's just like, what the fuck? You're like, it's on, it's on hinges, you know? But when they actually show the footage and they're in a separate room and like they show like how they kind of creep open and then they come out and they're like, hey, these weren't open when we when we first got here. Like, And then they show the footage because there's a camera there and show all creep open. Like, And it's not even at the same time. It's like it, this one opens more widely than this one, and this one's already like fully open. Yeah. Like it's you're like Different, okay, yeah. like I can understand that, you know. So it was good. I liked it. Hopefully, uh, it gets a lot of hits, and they can go forward with like another season. Hopefully, you know, it's really good and shit. We can come up on there and investigate our own shit. Oh, yeah. You know, eventually one day. Netflix deal. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm giving us like. We'll Within see. the next solid five years, bro, like we're gonna, with our passion about this and and the way we go about things, I think we're gonna be, I think we're gonna be up there, you know, if we motivate ourselves hard enough and and continue with what we want to do and pursue like the actual factual stuff that we're trying to present, mm-hmm. we're gonna be good. That's the know? thing. Like I don't know. Like I want. I want to do this, and I want to like. I want to go further. Like, I don't just want to be settled like with this and that, or just like yeah. stay at a baseline. Like I want to keep going higher and higher and higher. Well, I mean, like we told everybody, like we cover all paranormal stuff. We cover cryptids, UFOs. So the sky's the limit, dude. Honestly, I'm going to keep going on these damn road trips for work all the time. So whatever I talk about or, and I see then you know, I'm going to bring it up and, We'll break it down. Hopefully, you know, like even with the last one, I went, I went to New Mexico and I saw that weird creature on the road. I, th- I think I just have to get like a dashboard camera yeah. on on the vehicle you and, need that. and yeah, just, sure. you know, get that raw footage because you used to have one. On the, I, one I of did, the but it's just so spotty, dude, like especially yeah. on road trips. It's just it's just technology in general, you know, like it. Well, it, you could throw one of those body cams on there. Oh, I can. Yeah. Oh, dude, I'm going to do that. I have to go to Fort Worth. Um, Hopefully tomorrow. I'm going to be gone for two days. So, you know what? I'm going to test that out. I'm going to take a body cam. I'm going to put it. I'm going to just Velcro that shit to the dash. Like that, dude. Or on the mirror. The yeah, and just record, you know. I'll plug it in uh, directly into the, the socket, whatever you call it, so it doesn't die. I'm just going to record yeah. the fucking trip, dude. Oh, yeah. Or I just put a, a tripod on the passenger seat with a damn camcorder. There you go. Ah. Damn, that works. So I go through the border patrol checkpoint. You by yourself? Oh, no, me and my buddy. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the hell is that, sir? But yeah, definitely not. When you go on these road trips for work and uh, you go through customs and border patrol checkpoints, especially if you have a case in the back of the van, you get some interesting conversations. Uh, definitely world-class reactions dude like if i could if i could write a short story book about 
the reactions that I've had with customs and border patrol agents with cases that I've had in the back, I think I'd be a, a, at least in the top 10 of the New York top sellers. Yeah. Yeah. They're funny, man. They're super funny. Even, where did, where did I, remember when you we were bitching about me about the damn front license plate? Where was I going? Oh, to Big Springs. Yeah. When I was going to Big Springs, Texas, and I didn't have my front license plate on the vehicle, and uh, Austin was just like, oh, you're going to get pulled over, and then he jinxed me, and I ended up getting pulled over, and I had a case in the back, and I and the, the DPS trooper pulled me over and asked me where I was going, typical questions, and told him where I was going, uh, had a case in the back. I rolled down the window for him. He looked at that. He was like, you're free to go. That was it. Free to go. <laughs> Nothing. Like, if you if you were to actually see his facial expression when he said, you're free to go. Like, dude, could you imagine, though, if you were actually like a murderer and you were just like using that as a cover up and he just let bro, you go? <laughs> do not give people ideas. On this channel to do this crazy shit like that because there are some people I wouldn't doubt it, dude. They would pull some shit like that. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> don't. But definitely, like I've there's been so many times I've been pulled over with a case in the back of the van and I I get out of a ticket because obviously I mean I'm doing my job. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I might be speeding a little bit, you know, just to get back in time for I've certain got, I've things. Got out of it twice. Dude, I've gotten out of it more than a handful of times, you know? And, I, and I'm and i not going to lie. I've been going like 90, 95, 100 miles an hour just trying to get back for like like an autopsy or, or like my kids' games or something like that. And to be honest with you, dude, as long as you got that body in the back, a lot of times, like 90% of the time, they're going to let your ass go. And I hope there's no troopers watching this show because they're going to be like, you know what, next time... I'm going to see you, and then they're going to pull my ass over and be like, Big Papa Fluff. 375 is the fuck worst. Fuck you. Because if you're on 375, you ain't getting out of it. I've heard from the other Here guys. Here in El Paso? Yeah. The other guys that hit Oh, no, nah, bro. They all get out of it. And then oh. they don't get out of it. Sorry. Oh, no. Nah. Dude, I've gotten out of that shit numerous times on 375. Uh-uh. I've crossed through counties, and like especially like with, with hardcore like accident scenes and stuff. Yeah. And I get pulled over from like another trooper from another county, and... They'll be like, oh, where you coming from? I'll tell them. They all radio into each other. Just like, okay, on the way, slow down a little bit. But please, we don't want to have you and another individual to pick up. I'm just like, oh, cool, I got it. But yeah, dude. I've only got a ticket. Fuck, maybe. I want to say at tops twice. Just because the deputy was just a fucking dickhead. You know, like he was just like. One of those straight by the book, like, you come through my county. I'm like, dude, it's not your county, bro. You just work for the county. You know, like, one of those type of guys. Like, oh, I'm the judge of this county. Like, this is my county. Like, you didn't didn't purchase it, you know? Just share it. Like, shit like that. Like, people that overextend their authority, like, like type figures. But other than that, like, maybe, dude, I say, like, twice I got a ticket. And then, like, even when I fought it, like, it got dismissed because, like, I would just call the judge of that kind and be like, hey, dude, I'm transporting a case for you. Like, Talk you, to so-and-so judge. Yeah, <laughs> like, are you, you giving me a fucking ticket because nah, of this shit? too much here, though. No. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Anyhow. <laughs> but, yeah, we're going uh, to San Antonio at the end of the week. 
Yeah. And uh, we're going to check out these two places. We got San Antonio. some crazy things. The goal is to shoot at least one podcast at one of the locations. I want to try to shoot at Yorktown. We'll see. It depends on battery life, electricity. I'm pretty sure the place is... Well, we got the power banks. We got, I got, dude, I got like 12 to 15 power banks. Yeah. So we got the power. But that's only if the spirits allow us to have the power. That's true. Because if they want to take all that energy and manifest themselves, then... You know, kind of shit out of luck. Yeah. So the goal is to investigate, see if we get some shit, and then shoot a podcast episode towards the end. And that Dude, we gotta try out. to do it live though. Like at least like, yeah. like your phone or Marlene's phone. Like yeah. do like YouTube live and like shoot like like a small like snippet, like yeah. while we're walking down a corridor type thing. Like yeah, the YouTube shorts or something sure, like that. For sure. Yeah, we could do that. Like we definitely got to do those while we're out there. <coughs> Yeah, super psyched. I, I I can't wait for it to be, dude. I'm not gonna. I'm a, I'm like a giddy kid on Christmas Eve, dude. And then after we come back, we only got like two episodes left in us. Yeah, that's it. And it's remotely, it's remote shot. Yeah, because this guy is leaving me. <laughs> yeah. So. So yeah, well, it's it's good though. It's good to uh, extend our brand. Out further, further you yeah. know, and uh, hopefully we get some good stuff out of it. And definitely not thinking anything negative about it. I'm solely, you know, Dude, we're expand. trying to go we're forward expand. with this. And, and we're gonna have two sex, and it's yeah, like not like not even like mass produce shit, but like it's just, just yeah. we're gonna be able to cover more of the United States, you know, with with having two different locations with two different teams. And um, well, that show was about to restart. Oh no, I stopped it. <laughs> but yeah, definitely not 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 a negative. I'm always looking at positive things. Um, so we'll go from there, and hopefully, you all continue to listen and watch our content. And like we said, we're we're trying to give you the best, you know, information and the best uh, evidence that we can come across. Uh, a lot of it's just going to be raw stuff. Like I, I, I love and appreciate all the other channels that are out there with the paranormal researchers that that do like a real big production type thing, mm-hmm. you know. And it's like a news story. I love that. I watch a lot of them. Um, but for now, raw. All of our stuff's just gonna be super raw, like our short clips. Uh, like even like our 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 one to two three minute clips are just gonna be like of actual factual evidence that we've caught on the locations that we've gone to with our investigations and you know listen like subscribe comment uh if you see something that we missed you know comment on it and you know maybe we can go back and look and it's always good to have a second opinion on on a lot of stuff that we do so yeah like we appreciate all of our subscribers and all of our views and our likes, our comments. What's going up, man? We're getting yeah. there. We're starting to make a trickle-up effect. So. so hopefully, you know, it continues and we keep keeping you guys intrigued to uh, the stuff that we do. Oh, yeah. And I hope you like it. So, yeah. So, yeah, with that said, thank you all for tuning in to episode 14 of the Supernatural Quest Seekers podcast. I'm Austin. And I am your resident Big Papa Fluff. And we're your host with a motherfucking ghost.
from nature, you're scary. Dude, that scared me. <laughs> oh, shit. Until next time, we are without this. <laughs>